Like, don't at me. To a special edition of Don't At Me. This is actually a preview of the newest repertoire podcast, which is Unsportsmanlike Conduct, an NFL NBA podcast. I'm going to kick that off during the season, two episodes a week. Tuesday morning, kind of a recap of the weekend's games, a little bit of a Monday night recap as well, talking big headlines from the weekend before. Thursday morning, giving you a preview of the week ahead. This episode is about the AFC over-unders. I also have an NFC over-under pod that's going to drop both of those dropping on the Unsportsmanlike Conduct feed. But want to give you all a little piece of that here. So I'm going to give you the first half of each of those podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to Unsportsmanlike Conduct. You'll see the link below in the show notes. As far as Don't At Me, yeah, a little bit of a programming update. Uh, we had a couple of, uh, you know, personal matters that we had to take care of and, you know, jock, you know, take looking out for you out there. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned. We got some new Don't At Me content coming very soon. Of course, play it by ear. Stay tuned. You'll see the links. You'll see where to subscribe. But, yeah, go ahead. Enjoy Unsportsmanlike Conduct. And, like I said, look below and subscribe. Let me know what you think. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct. Number 49 on the defense. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Welcome back. This is part two of the Mega NFL Season Preview. If you missed part one, went through the AFC, gave you all four of your division winners, three wild card teams, went through all the over-unders. Don't want to miss that. I'll do a little brief recap here at the end when we're talking playoff bracket, so we get an idea of how the whole picture is going to unfold. But if you want to listen to each over-under, you agree with kind of the case for each of the teams, hey, maybe if you're the betting type, you stand to win some dough. I don't know. We'll see how accurate these picks are. I'll actually probably repost this later on, you know, towards the end of the season just to see what my batting average was. But again, first part talked about AFC. Now let's just dive right into the NFC. So, starting out with the NFC East, uh, man, this could be the worst division in football, certainly the worst division in the NFC, and really it's a coin flip. Last year, Dak Prescott tears up his leg, uh, a Cowboys team that had a really bad defense and a pretty good offense just got worse. Andy Dalton comes in in relief, and the Cowboys finish below 500. Uh, in yet another disappointing Cowboys season. There have been a lot of those this uh, this side of 2000 of the of the century. Uh, the Washington football team, yeah, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that the Redskins 
are lo- are no longer a thing. Washington football team in their first season as the Washington football team uh, wins the division at seven and nine. I think that was only the third time a team with an under five hundred record has won the division. And look, it's easy to make fun of that, make fun of the division, make fun of the team. Uh, but you know, the football team, the football team over in Washington. Really nice defense. I mean, all honesty, they gave the Bucks probably their biggest challenge. Um, I mean, maybe you could argue the Saints, but uh, I mean, make no bones about it. The, the Washington team never led, but they were right there, neck and neck, a couple plays away from winning that game. Look, Bucks comfortably won it, but the point I make with Washington is they're not that far off. They're going to come in with an even better defense. Chase Young, that whole unit is going to be. Uh, and another season under Ron Rivera's defense. Uh, look, we're coming into a season after the weird COVID year of 2020. Where there's no training camp, no preseason. Teams are going to look a lot better this, I would say, coming into this season than they did, of course, last season. Uh, you've also got the Giants and the Eagles. You know, the Giants, it's always going to come down to Daniel Jones. They've got a ton of offense on, a ton of talent on offense with all the different receivers. Uh, they've of course got Saquon Barkley coming back from injury. You got Evan Ingram at tight end, tons of talent and always is just going to come back to Daniel Jones. What can he do? I'm not big on their line. So I really don't think they're going to be able to keep him on both feet. And then the last part of, uh, the NFC least is the, my pick for last place team again, which would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Ever since this team won the Super Bowl, they've just gone backwards. The whole act like you've been there before, they didn't do that. (laughs) Wentz falls apart. They ship him out of town. They draft Jalen Hurts. I mean, I guess give him credit for drafting a quarterback since they may have seen the uh, Wentz thing coming ahead of time. But, I mean, they're still going to be a mess. They bring in Garter Minshew to be a backup, which actually makes sense when you look at Hertz and how he plays versus having Flacco as the backup. Uh, Not a very talented team. So diving into the over-unders, which way does this division go? I I don't think it's likely that under 500 wins the division again, even though this is probably the, no, now that I'm looking at it, this will be the weakest division winner uh, that I have throughout the entire NFL season. And I have Dallas winning this one. Uh, Their over-under is nine, which is a tough over-under. You're really banking on Dak being healthy, which right now reports show maybe he's not. Maybe it's kind of that baseball pitcher injury. Um, Either way, look, Dallas, if you don't make the playoffs this year, we got to talk. There's major... Just say, if Dallas doesn't make the playoffs this year, McCarthy's gone. I think Jerry Jones has to look in the mirror and say, damn, Jerry, we need to do something different. There's too much talent. There's too much talent on the offensive side of the football. Now, granted, the defense isn't very good, although I think they're going to be a lot better than what they were last year. Uh, they improve at the coach position. You know, no, no more Mike Nolan there. Uh, no more hot sauce in the eyes. But, uh, I mean, with Micah Parsons, they've got a nice little linebacking core. And I think when you look at the offense, it's just there's too much talent there not to win the division. Um, Now, that being said, I've got them barely over nine wins. Again, I don't think you're winning the division 
eight and nine. I think this year they're going to have an over five hundred. Look, it, it, it's happened three times. It's not going to happen back to back seasons. So at nine wins, I've got them slightly over. I see them going ten and seven, winning the division. Right behind them is Washington. Uh, their over under is eight and a half. And again, as I mentioned in the first episode, the source for these uh, win totals are Bavada. So with Washington at eight and a half. I've got them barely over. I think Washington goes 9-8. and eight. I think they're barely going to miss the playoffs. I've got three teams going 9-8 and eight in the NFC, tied for seventh, uh, that seventh seed. And, of course, only one can win. They're not coming out of this division, though. I think Washington just misses. Look, Fitzmagic at quarterback is fine, but how many teams have gone through the Fitzpatrick experiment? Pretty much the entire AFC East, except for New England, uh, he's had some time with the Rams, Bengals, Texans know him very well, obviously. So, I mean, look, he, he's a good stopgap for sure. I think that Washington's going to, you know, next year with the new logo, hopefully, unless they stick with Washington football team, new name, new brand, they're going to have to have a big name under center, or at least something, somebody. It wasn't Haskins. They let him go. I think Fitzpatrick is a stopgap. I, mean, I like their defense a lot. Would I be shocked if Washington is back-to-back uh, AFC or NFC least division winner? No, uh, but I do think that Dallas wins this game or wins this division at ten and seven. Although I do have Washington barely hitting the over on that eight and a half. I got them going nine and eight, so over. Now the other two, I've got unders. The Giants at seven wins, Philadelphia at six and a half. I've got two unders there. For the Giants, I just Look, I know they've been kind of a hot name, hot team, you know. Oh, they drafted Tony. That's yet another receiver adding to their depth. They really put it on towards the end of the year. And, I mean, they won a handful of their games. Kind of reminds me of the Dolphins from two years ago, you know, where they start out 0-7, finish 5-11. The G-Men were, I want to say, 0-7 and then finished 6-10. So, look, they gave the Bucks a tough game on a Thursday night. Uh, I... I just don't think Daniel Jones does enough. I think that he continues to make mistakes. Um, I mean, I don't know how I feel. Joe Judge, I guess he's fine as a coach. Still remains to be seen. But seven wins. Uh, again, could they do it? Yeah. I just don't see it. I think the, the the schedule is pretty tough. It's not very forgiving. I think they're going to start out slow, you know, just because the, the the schedule so I've got the Giants going under seven wins. And then Philly, six and a half wins. I definitely have the under here. I think they're an underrated pick for possibly worst team in the league. Now, between the Texans, Jags, Bengals, Lions, I mean, that that's a lot of competition for worst team in the league. But Philly is right there. I mean... They've just been a mess. The coach, he's going to give you good sound bites. Who knows if he's going to give you any good of a game plan. Sirianni, I mean, sounds like somebody from Sopranos. I, I Look, I don't see the, the the Eagles doing a whole lot this year. I think it's more likely that you see Minshew playing at the end of the year under center because it didn't work out with Hurts or he got hurt. Uh, no pun intended, obviously. I just don't see a lot with this Eagles team. Miles Sanders, I mean, no. So Dallas wins the division 10 and 7. I've got them as the one playoff team from this division. They go over their nine wins, win total. Got Washington going over eight and a half. Got the Giants going under seven and the Eagles going under seven.
We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Excuse me, I'm talking to you. Hey, <laughs> JK. But what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jack Weiss from the Don't Envy Podcast. Do me a favor. Head over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button and get the chance, okay? The cool thing is when you subscribe, you'll be the first one to get all of our unfiltered takes on today's latest controversies, current events, society, and relationship talks from a guy's perspective right when it's published. How dope is that, right? So you can find our link on the show notes. Please help us grow. Spread the word about Don't At Me and the rest of our repertoire family of podcasts. All right, let's get back to it. Shifting gears to the NFC North, another drama division. So we've got last year's winner, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back 13-3 and seasons, back-to-back NFC title games, back-to-back shellackings. Uh, I'll give him credit. You know, they kind of made a made a run for it there at the end, but uh, Tampa and Ta- Tampa Bay just ran ran away with that one. Uh, but look, we've got the whole Rogers debacle this off season. You know, he's pissed that they draft Jordan Love. He has some issues with Gutekunst and management. Uh, you know, this could be one of those uh, seasons from hell in the makings. But you look at the rest of the division, and I just don't. I don't see a ton of competition in there. Uh, the Vikings, I kind of like to bounce back, have a better uh, better season. Uh, the Bears, ugh, awful O-line, obviously issues at quarterback. Uh, the Trubisky era is over. Now they're going to bring in the Fields era. But, you know, he's not going to start yet. That goes to Andy Dalton. We saw how that went with Dallas, which surprisingly, though, if you look at the second half of the season, his numbers did look pretty decent. Um, But, you know, Dalton will perform when he's got a good team around him. And though the Bears were a playoff team last year, they were barely a playoff team. 500, 7 seed. uh, The line got worse. Look, their defense is going to be good. And I think the defense alone could win a couple of games. But a seven and a half over under that's pretty steep and i mean granted if they don't get over that mark Nagy's probably gone you've probably got a new head coach next year uh but i think it's in chicago's best interest to keep dalton playing for a while you don't want to put a young quarterback behind a shitty line have him develop bad habits i mean look i live in houston i saw that happen with david carr um obviously fields has a very different skill set than that and i'm a fields fan but that's also why I don't think you want to put him in a in a position to fail. Uh, Chicago's going to have a tough year. I just too many questions, too many question marks. They were already kind of flaccid, you know, uh, in, in seasons past. I just I don't know. I don't I, I don't have high hopes for Chicago. You look at Detroit. Boy, that's. I have no hopes for Detroit. So, of course, the big news from the offseason, Matt Stafford gets traded to the Rams uh, for Goff. So now you've got Goff under center. The awful Matt Patricia era is over, and they bring in Dan Campbell. So you go from this 
faux wannabe Belichick hard ass to the ultimate guys guy players coach. Um, I mean, I think that Detroit will probably have fun as a team. I think they'll have some good camaraderie and all that. But, I, I mean, they weren't winning when they had Stafford, who I think is a very underrated quarterback. Spoiler alert. We'll get more more into that later. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just don't oh, – man, they're going to they're gonna struggle to win many games. Uh, Detroit, they're, they're going to be if, – if not Houston, Detroit is in the running for that number one pick next year and who knows i mean maybe that will help them pack it up and turn it around i just i don't see it uh so the over-unders where do we see this division going well i still think regardless of where you think rogers plays next year he's in green bay this year uh top five top ten uh talent ever uh quarterback position one of the best quarterbacks ever it's i i don't see it ending He's still got a lot in the tank. I mean, look, guy threw 48 touchdowns last year, runaway MVP. Uh, I think you're going to see more of that. This is the third year under that Matt LaFleur offense. Uh, I've got Green Bay going over their 10 wins win total. Um, They're going to win this division. I've got them winning probably 12. I don't think they're as good as the teams from the past. I don't. Uh, And I think that there's still a decent chance this is the last year that Rodgers plays in Green Bay. But again, he's in Green Bay this season. I think they get enough done to win the division. And second place, I've got the Minnesota Vikings. So their over-under wins total is nine. (laughs) This is the one and only push that I have. I think they go exactly nine and eight. They get that seven seed, and they are the final wild card spot. Uh, in the NFC. Now, hey, push, that's kind of a cop-out. If I had to pick an over or an under, I'd probably lean over. Um, You know, am I a fan of Cousins? No, but I think that Zimmer's a pretty good coach. I think on on the defensive side of the ball, even though they've lost some people over the last few years, they find a way to get it done. The Vikings find a way to just remain relevant. To me, they're kind of the NFC's version of the Steelers. At least the last 10 years have gone that way. They haven't had, obviously, nearly the you know title town success that Pittsburgh has over their entirety. But I think when you look at the last 10 years, they're a team that's always going to be right there in the playoff picture, uh, very streaky, and always seems to do the opposite of what you think. Um, they always surprise you, you feel. But... I think with Minnesota, they've got enough talent there. They're going to be that final playoff spot. I've got them pushing at nine. But again, if we had to pick an over and under, I'll go over. Chicago, Detroit, I've got the opposite. I've got two unders here. Listen, I I gave you the case for Chicago having a bad year. The O-line really needs some work. I don't like the idea of Dalton under center. But I also don't like the idea of rushing a rookie in fields out there and having him develop bad habits. I really don't like that. Um, so for all those reasons, I, Chicago's gonna they're gonna go under seven and a half. Maybe a new coach next year. Next year Fields will be under center. But I mean, hey, he might take over at some point this year, which I think is reasonable and and fairly expectable. But I don't like the idea of him starting uh, game one. So good thing for Chicago, Chicago fans. You know, you're not going to rush him out there to develop bad habits, but you have to wait to see him, which does kind of suck because I'm sure Andy Dalton football, it's probably not great rooting for him. Uh, and then Detroit, look, four and a half wins under. This was almost a lock for me. Uh, who are they beating? They're not beating anybody in this division. 
Uh, I think they play Philly. That one's, you know, maybe. Um, I, they're not going to go winless, to be sure. But I really don't like Detroit's chances of winning five games. I've got them definitely going under four and a half. So, got Green Bay winning the division, going over ten wins. Minnesota, push at nine, but we'll say over nine. Chicago and Detroit, both under their win totals to kind of round out the bottom of the NFC North. Soinks! All right, that's the first half of the over-unders pod. To hear the rest, look at the link below, head on over to Unsportsmanlike Conduct, hear the second half of both the AFC and NFC over-unders, as well as my pick for the Super Bowl course representatives from both conferences and who i think wins the big game at the end you don't want to miss that especially if you're a better out there giving you some good over under so head down to the link you see below subscribe to unsportsmanlike conduct stay tuned more don't at me coming your way soon peace yeah that was a good one hey hold on real quick hold on hold on